Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Holy Shoot Wrestling Podcast, a podcast that is all about the world of professional wrestling. On today's episode, we are doing our very own Royal Rumble yet again. This year, we are discussing all of the winners and some of the other great entrants in Rumble history. 30 men and women will be discussed, analysed, and 29 will be chucked over the metaphorical top rope, as there can only be one winner. Anyway, joining me on today's special episode is... Okay, this is Chen. Fine, you go first. Yeah, (laughs) okay, this is Chen. I'm glad to to be here. Mm -hmm. That's all I can say, you know. That was amazing. <laughs> this is the returning published bestseller sending off of his Jason coming on the pod for the first time in a few weeks. Good to be back. Yep. And and uh, I'm um, um, I'm Mike. It's Mike here. Hello. As you can tell from my accent, uh, it's me, Mike, the one who likes watching wrestling and watches every WrestleMania before WrestleMania every year. Me. Hi. Uh, that's Sam. Anyway, how are you doing, guys? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I've been quite busy, I think, with the book stuff going on. So, yeah, I'm sort of hoping to be on some more podcasts outside of our own one over the coming weeks. But, yeah, yeah it's been a fun project to be a part of. But I'm looking forward to Rumble. It's probably my favourite show of the year. Yeah, I'm also looking forward to the Royal Rumble. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. It, co- coincidentally, this is our second Royal Rumble episode where we do a Royal Rumble. And yet again, on the day of recording, I've hurt my groin. How? Uh, what? Is, I maybe, mean, are these two things related? Is this like you get so excited about the Royal Rumble that you keep doing like, I don't know, high kicks around your house? And then you just like overstretch on one of the kicks? <laughs> No, no. I literally, I woke up this morning after like a gym session. I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> so, yeah. Every time I record a Royal Rumble episode, apparently, uh, apparently my groin gets injured. And and that's the only reason you don't haven't ended for the past two years, right? Or would you be over there? Oh yeah, really of course. A big big debut. <laughs> and yeah. speaking of the Royal Rumble, you guys can join us all at Belushi's next week for our Royal Rumble pay per view meetup. Yeah, that's Belushi's London Bridge. You should definitely And join Jason us. Norris will be signing, giving signing <laughs> yeah. autographs. <laughs> yeah. So let me do the yeah. full plug. So yeah, go to whatwrestling.london to hear more about the Royal Rumble meetup we'll be doing next Monday in London Bridge at Belushi's. It's a spoiler-free chance to watch it after work. And yes, I will be there. I might bring a copy of the Women Love Wrestling book and I will sign it and give it away because I'm a nice guy like that. Oh, and if thanks, you pay Jason. him a tenner, if you pay him a tenner, he'll give you a little kiss. Fifteen <laughs> on the lips. <laughs> that's why I, that's why I come down. Yeah, I'm willing. To, I'm willing to offer those as well. <laughs> um, so I wanted to just mention quickly before we get into the show. Uh, last week, everyone got real mad at me because I said I hadn't seen John Cena versus CM Punk, uh, and in the intervening week, I actually for once did my homework and I watched the match. And I have to say. You guys were right. It was it was pretty good. Yeah, I know, right? It was amazing. But, so I'm glad that I watched the VT at the start, which, mm. I mean, I don't know. WWE don't really seem to do this anymore or anywhere near as good as they 
they used to. I don't know if the video producer who made these has left or, or what. But well, it, it started off by showing a bit of the pipe bomb promo, and I was initially a bit like, eh. And then it showed some footage from some random promo on Raw where CM Punk was talking about how John Cena wasn't the underdog anymore, even though that's what he'd built his career on, and he'd become everything that he hated. Like, he was the favorite, and CM Punk was the underdog. And at that point, I was a bit like, all right, yeah, maybe there is something to this guy. And I think the the third man in that match, which is interesting if you haven't seen it before, is the crowd in Chicago, which kind of stuck, what is what gave Chicago crowds their reputation, I think. Oh, yeah. How much they add to that match. The, the, the vicious boo. See, I was like, is he going to do the salute and run down the ramp and chuck his T-shirt and stuff? And he did throw his T-shirt. So Chicago's not Philadelphia because when he tried that uh, at, two, at the One Night Stand 2005, they threw the T-shirt back, which I thought was extremely good. But <laughs> still, I guess, you know, if you're at a big wrestling show and John Cena chucks his T-shirt at you, you're going to keep it even if you hate him. Yeah. But, but so fair enough. Uh, I thought... It was the way that it ended, I that kind of annoyed me a bit. I guess I hadn't seen the build or whatever, and maybe it was a satisfying end to that storyline that I hadn't seen most of. But to me, I kind of wish it had ended cleaner rather than with some janky ending where Cena comes out and he's like, I'm not winning by cheating. I'm a good guy. That is probably yeah. the one mark against it, really. But it was part of a wider storyline, I guess. Yeah. I mean, at that point, I think everyone was just relieved CM Punk won. Um, more than anything else, and it, you know, it's pretty clean up until that point. Um, oh yeah, CM Punk leaving with the WWE Championship and then appearing on like some indie shows with the WWE title as a free agent. Uh, you know, it's crazy. It was a crazy time. Yeah, the way he the way he did leave the arena was very cool, and actually kind of made me forget about the ending a little bit. The only reason I brought it up is because this is a podcast where we're supposed to be critical of things. Because if we just go, "Oh, it was really good," it's not that good to listen to. Yeah, I mean, I can understand why it's not people's number one match of the decade, but you know, like for me, it was, it, it was instant number one. Like there was no nothing else. Just the way it made fans feel at a time of vanilla wrestling to to be blunt yeah it's yeah they pack. don't do anything screwy do they it's just like a regular clean wrestling match with a bit of interference at the end yeah yeah i think that's pretty yeah uh, it's it very attitude era-esque in a pg era world so that's why it stood out to me <laughs> I tell you one thing I don't like and uh, that has been absolutely cemented by watching that match is when people in WWE use their fucking finishing hold as a rest hold. That should be what you put on someone to end the match. Use a different hold and have a rest by all means. But like John Cena endlessly using the STF as a ref, a ref, a rest hold. Like that pissed me off a lot. Huh? Uh, I didn't think about that too much, but you know, like, I get it, it's not everybody's number one, but for me, it was. So I'm glad it finished uh, number one. I mean, I don't think that's necessarily a criticism of that match exclusively. That's just kind of the WWE yeah. style. People do it all the time. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah. Um, so there you the go. Way, if you were like me and you didn't know about the match, go back and watch it. Yeah, and, and you can... Week, next week, you'll watch the Undertaker HBK matches at WrestleMania, um, hopefully. Probably won't be that drunk when I get home. <laughs> you don't need to be drunk to enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah we'll see. Check, we'll see. Maybe you can check out our match, uh, match of the decade uh, list of the first in our I Love 2010 series this year um, by 
going into last week's episode. It's a two-hour special with myself, Chen, and Sam, dissecting what we consider to be the top 10, technically 11, matches of the decade. And yet, CM Punk John Cena, spoiler, was number one, but it's worth listening for the other 10. And it's worth listening to Sam's heated argument. Uh, yeah. And my heated retorts. Like, uh, I, thought, I thought our friendship was coming to blows over <laughs> of all yeah, people. That- Listen to me shit on CM Punk. At one point, I I do compare him to Randy Orton, and I'd like to take that back. Yeah, if anyone can tell me a good Randy Orton match, I'd love to hear it. Uh, Funny enough, at that pay per view against Christian. Oh yeah, Uh, SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah. At one point, guys, like I mean, I was listening, and I thought Brod's really done his research, and you guys were talking about that match. All three of you, like Sam's, like explaining what he didn't get about it, but the way that Chen and Brod were explaining that match and what it actually meant was actually very well done. There was like there was there was work done there. That that's that means a lot Jason coming from an approval. author like you. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm now very humbled. Like world-renowned author Jay, uh, Jason hey, Norris. I could legit say that it was number two in the Kindle wrestling charts. You know, in yeah, the UK. I'm, so I, I'm, I'm rooting for you to become number seller. one. Hopefully, it'll go up ne- by next anyway. week. Be good it's a very it's a very good book. I, I have been reading it. It's a good one to read on the train and stuff because it's all individual little articles. So I can kind of get through like one on a commute, which is quite nice. A good train book. A good train it book. It's, it's very much a, you could pick up and just read any chapter you like. It's a pick and mix. You can either read it in order or choose one particular chapter. That's a good thing about it. It's not a Goosebumps novel. Read it in order. <laughs> yes, I think I can class myself as a best-selling author because it was number two on the Kindle charts in the UK in terms of wrestling books. So that counts as a bestseller for me. But yeah, that is Women Love Wrestling. You can find it on Amazon Worldwide or go to womenloverestling.net. Um, and it is a book written not just by myself, but by wrestling promoters, wrestlers, journalists, PhDs, podcasters. It's a wide range, all about the topic of women in wrestling over the many years they've been a part of it. Very good. And uh, yeah, it's definitely worth a read. Uh, I had the pleasure of um, checking out the WrestleMania chapter early and it was a you know, very, very good account of the experience that both myself, Jason, and uh, the tens of thousands that were there in attendance uh, in uh, New York last year. So yeah, it's definitely going to be a good read. So uh, buy that on Amazon right now. So Shall we get on with the show, gentlemen? Yes, please. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! How this will work is simple. We start with two wrestlers. Every 90 seconds, a new wrestler will enter. Every three minutes, someone on the show will be selected at random to eliminate at least one wrestler. There must be one wrestler in the competition at any one time. We will also have a final two, and then we will all vote on who the winner should be. Introducing first, she is the 28th. Royal Rumble winner, the first ever women's Royal Rumble winner, Oscar. And introducing at number two. Stone Cold! Stone Cold! It's the three-time Royal Rumble winner, Stone Cold <laughs> Steve Austin. Where's the bit of Steve Austin's theme where someone goes, ooh? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I'm with you now. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I just like doing these on the fly. Some of these will have intro music, so uh, if you uh, can if remember ready, it, yeah. Sam is our stopwatch champion, so if you're ready to be Captain Stopwatch, all uh, right, yes. Yeah, cool. Here we go. Three, two, one. Uh, ding, ding, ding. So, who who wants to talk about uh, Oscar versus Steve Austin, the dream match? Is the, this match would be bananas. Okay, I guess I'll start. All right. Austin goes to shake Oscar's hand, and then Oscar she shake she she shakes Austin's hand, but then an evil smile comes across her face as she does her green mist to Austin. Austin is screaming for a few few seconds, wipes the mist off his face. And then gives Oster the finger and gives her the Stone Cold Stunner. Fair and enough, but we are t- we are going to talk about like their legacies in the Royal Rumble yeah. and why uh, a, why they're better. But uh, we should redo a, a fantasy booking one next year. That would be amazing. Start, that's a good start to the match. I mean, shall I shall I sort of pick up on this first? I guess so Steve Austin, yeah. the only guy to win it three times. He didn't manage to do it three times in a row though because of like Mister McMahon and some other things and injuries. Yeah. Um, I guess if we're talking about if we're going to talk about this, what matters most? 1997, Steve Austin wins the Rumble, goes on to take on HBK at WrestleMania. Um, kind of really starts the Austin era at this Royal Rumble in terms of him being a made man and being put on the top of the card. So while the other two matter, that's the, one of the most important Rumbles of all time. And then Asuka is also one of the most important Rumble wins of all time because she's the first woman to win a Rumble. Five. Nobody four, is ready for Asuka. Three. Two, one. Entrant number three is a 2003 winner, Brock Lesnar. Oh, well, this is, again, just like a very strange match. I think out of the three of these, Asuka has the best YouTube channel. But I don't know about if she's had the best matches, perhaps. I mean, these days an Asuka match is way more better than a Brock Lesnar match, right? We're talking I mean, about the Royal Rumble performance, right? So we're talking about Brock Lesnar 2003 Royal Rumble winning performance. Um, what did that mean compared to the other two and their Rumble performances? I've, someone correct me if I'm wrong. I think this is Brock's, was it his only Royal Rumble appearance during his initial run? And then, and then he had the one recently when him and Goldberg did silly stuff. So we're talking yeah. about, this was the one that set him up for main, Mania against Kurt Angle, right? I'm yeah, yeah. Remember. He beat Undertaker for the last for the thirtieth spot, and then I think that's how he entered the match. Okay, yeah, I couldn't remember much about that to Rumble itself, so I can't comment on how much of an achievement it was. But it's his only one, and it was a time when he was being pushed to the main event. I was going to say the Rumble's a bit below Brock Lesnar now, isn't it? Yeah. Well, he's in it at number one this year. Is he? Yeah. Wow. As WWE champion as well. So. Oh man. Yeah, All rumors right. has it that Drew McIntyre will eliminate him, which I, I'm looking forward to being Scottish North. So, you know, um, anything else to say about that? This Rumble? I mean, I can't say much about him. He won it. It's hard to remember this one. No, same. Entering at number four is the man with the most eliminations, Kane and Chen. You need to eliminate one of Oscar, Steve Austin, or Brock Lesnar. Uh, I'm going for the big man himself, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, good Rock choice. Lesnar's a first eliminated. Holy shit. So let's talk about Kane. Uh, most eliminations in Royal Rumble history. Uh, he did have the record for the most single eliminations in a Royal Rumble um, until Roman Reigns broke that record in 2014, I believe. Uh, de- 
Was it 2001 he broke the record? Yeah, it was. It was 2001. He's broken loads of Rumble records. I'm sure not just these two. He's not, yeah, he's broken a few, but these are what he's known for. I think 2001 yeah, was like yeah. the hard, kind of like the hardcore Royal Rumble because he eliminated a bunch of guys. It was like all the ECW and hardcore guys, and he chucked a bunch of them out along the yeah. way. Yeah, so that was that's the rum- what, that's the one. That was the Rumble that kind of had like phases where like the beginning was like a kind of cruiserweighty phase, then it had the hardcore phase, then Kane came in and hoofed everyone out, and it became like the main event phase after that with yeah. uh, you know all the big lads in. Yeah. I've- I think that's what everyone knows Kane for most. We can't pick out one particular rumble for him because he's been in so many of them. And he, I'm interested if he's turning up this year or not after he's like re-emerged on SmackDown. Maybe they'll get him I, in I for believe a he is. one or two. Rumor has it, yeah. Oh, that'd yeah, be, that'd be cool to see. So it's, it's hard to pick one rumble point, but he's Four, definitely a big star three, of the rumbles for those two, eliminations. Two, one. Oh. Entrant number five is the 2010 winner, Edge. Uh, uh, I kind of think I know him, but... <laughs> yeah on this day i see clearly sorry i just i forgot to do the entrance music for brock lesnar and kane so edge this was um edge returning from injury right 2010 so he yeah was he, for he a little told, while for yeah the because, yeah because he was tag team partners as chris jericho at the time right and then he got injured yeah I, th- I think he got injured in 2009 he came back in the Royal Rumble that year. I, I felt that Shawn Michaels was going to win the Royal Rumble that year and challenge Undertaker for the World Heavyweight title, but obviously that didn't happen. And that set up the main event for Jericho and Edge, I remember. Um, yeah, to be fair, I'm surprised Edge hasn't won more Royal Rumbles. Uh, he was a top main eventer for a while during the... I, um, Ruthless Aggression Era. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there was just other guys that year, those years. So I think Edge was like just a random surprise winner. No one expected him to return that early. I think I, I don't know. Yeah, it was I very didn't... much. It was very but... much one of those actual surprises when he when he turned up. Yeah, but I also believe this was the start of when, if you win the Rumble, it doesn't mean you main event WrestleMania. Three, two, one. It did. Enter number six. He's just a sexy boy. Sexy boy. He's not your boy toy. It's Sean Michaels, and this is my opportunity to eliminate someone. So I am eliminating Oscar. So Sean Michaels, Jason. Let's talk about Sean Michaels. Back to back Royal Rumble winner. First person to win it from number one as well. Was it a good part of his legacy? Some people say he didn't deserve to win from number one. Controversial opinions. 1995 is the worst rumble of all time. And this ties Ooh. into a period of time for WWE where they were both nearly financially and creatively bankrupt. 95 is the rumble that goes for less than 40 minutes in total. Um, he goes from yeah beginning to end, like 1 to 30, along with Bulldog. That's the only thing that stands out. It's a Royal Rumble full of has-beens and never wasses. It's just a terrible rumble. 96 is a bit better because it goes for nearly an hour, I believe. And he does end up you know going through that and taking out Diesel. That one stands out a bit more. But I think when you look at Shawn Michaels as a two-time Rumble winner, he's an amazing athlete and he's done well in other Rumbles. But his actual wins, kind of a low point in WWF and WWE history. Ooh, was this the I, one? Oh, sorry. I, I disagree. Like, I think 2015 Rumble's worse. Was this the one where he um, was? Everyone thought that the Bulldog had won, but yeah, he'd actually not touched the floor. Yeah, that was a cool. I remember reading about that in the yeah, WWF that, that's magazine. One good moment in the whole thing. Three, two, one. 
Whoa! I can't be bothered to do Becky Lynch's theme. Becky Lynch, <laughs> last year's Royal Rumble winner in the women's <laughs> side. Uh, who wants to take Becky Lynch? Uh, I'm going to go with you, Sam. Let's go with you. Yeah, um, she's good at wrestling, and I like her. Uh, I think kind of we all knew she was going to win the Rumble a little bit, but it, it was one of those kind of predictable booking choices which still makes sense and so she's still got a big pop it wasn't like oh what a surprise the wwe again it still felt like you know the right thing it and it was what everyone wanted as she, well she didn't come out in the 30 though like yeah she had to do the old switcheroo with the ninja lana so I, I think, oh yeah I think they dragged it out do you remember for ages we're like just let her in the damn ring <laughs> and then yeah, good yeah. old finley just went you're irish that'll do finley got his tv time for the year that was nice i bloody love um, finley yeah he he loves to fight that lad, uh, and it makes it makes sense that he would be hanging around with Becky Lynch, who uh, also loves to fight. This is the one that then built into that incredible WrestleMania main event, uh, which featured probably the be- best backstage segment in the last few years from WWE, where <laughs> Becky Lynch was kicking um, Ronda Rousey in the head and screaming, "Kiss my foot, you little weirdo!" Which was great, <laughs> just fantastic television. Oh, it was, it was so go- it was so trash. It was amazing. It, this was a good rumble. It was landmark, and it's a recent one, but maybe not um, the best ever. Yeah. No, no, indeed, yeah, definitely true. We're not talking about rumbles, though. We're talking about competitors. And three, two, one. It's John Cena. Do, 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 do. And who's going to eliminate someone here? Chen, you get to eliminate someone. I'm gonna go for Kane. Oh, Kane, very historic competitor. But anyway, Chen, do you want to go with? Uh, talk about john cena 2018 2013 winner so i can't remember the 2013 but i remember the 2008 and this was another one where he came back from injury very early right yeah 2008 was uh when he came back uh from injury at number 30 massive crowd pop no one expected it i just remember uh, triple h's face oh yeah. I re I rewatched that rumble. It is such a good rumble. They do not make rumbles like that anymore. I think part and, of it's in the stadium, but they do not he, make rumbles like that anymore. And 2013 was the one where he won it so he could go and face The Rock for yeah. a rematch at WrestleMania that no one wanted to see. Also, worth calling out, he kind of co-won the 2005 one before they restarted it and Vince broke both his legs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The greatest moment in Rumble history. Yeah, (laughs) great moments in wrestling history. You've got to give John Cena that one, maybe, towards his legacy of Rumble kind of wins. Uh, You couldn't (laughs) trust two green guys with with that at all, could you? Um, Yeah, no, I think the 2008 Rumble moment is high up there and I'll be surprised if he gets eliminated pretty early. We are down to entrant number nine is um, Chris Benoit. Um, So just uh, let's take a moment. Who's in the ring? Because I don't want to talk about him. Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels, Becky Lynch, John Cena and Murderer is uh, still in Hmm. the... I wonder who's going out next. (laughs) I will I, say I, this though, I did enjoy 2004 Royal Rumble. Yeah, I really did enjoy that Royal Rumble because that, yeah. was, especially because I remember one of the the first things that popped into mind was Goldberg coming into the ring, spearing everybody, spearing Nuncio. I just remember, and then oh, Brock Lesnar coming in, f fiving Goldberg, and Goldberg saying, "You, you son of a bitch." <laughs> like, Yeah, I I think I remember that rumble more for like uh, Mick Foley coming out to challenge Randy Orton. I think Undertaker interfered at some point as well with Kane. Yeah, yeah, with his gong. Yeah, yeah. I I, that was a good rumble. 
Shame it will never be on WWE's YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I mean, Benoit won by limited big show at the end. At the time, I think we all loved it, but obviously we look back now and there's no way Chris Benoit is winning this Royal Rumble winner's battle <laughs> of Royal Rumbles, is it? Well, soon we could be looking forward to having Chris Benoit Jr. in the Rumble. Ooh. His Ooh. kid said, yeah, publicly that he wants to wrestle as Chris Benoit Jr., which is a little bit like, oh, dude. Maybe okay, <laughs> entering at number 10 is Big John Studd, the 1989 winner. Jason, you get to eliminate at least one person from Austin, Edge, Michaels, Lynch, Cena, that guy, and Studd. Uh, so I'll get rid of Benoit and HBK. Whoa! Shawn Michaels? Whoa, yeah, double I elimination. I, I made my point, so I'm getting rid of him. Um, Whoa! Let's move Shawn on Michaels to... with that... With the other t- uh, who cares about Big John Studd? He's going soon anyway. But- who is Big John Studd? So, let me give you the background. Big John Studd was a very large man, six foot ten, three hundred and sixty odd pounds in terms of build, height, and weight. He spent most of the eighties feuding with Andre the Giant, genuinely being beaten in a battle of the giants. But this was actually after he'd retired, and he came back after a couple of years away, and he turned babyface. So he was now feuding the opposite way against Bobby Heenan and Andre the Giant. It was actually the start of, I mean, the, the Rumble itself isn't brilliant, but it was meant to be the start of them rebuilding John Studd and making him into a big player. But unfortunately, contract issues meant he didn't stick around for much longer afterwards. So he kind of came back for about a year, wins the Royal Rumble, and then leaves again without ever getting that big break they were talking about. But he was a, he was a big boy. And this was the first couple of Rumbles still where they hadn't quite worked out the formula. So it wasn't quite as smooth as like maybe it had been. This was the first, I think, 30-man version, for example. The first one was 20. But he won. It was not something anyone would remember, though. Unlike that Shawn Michaels elimination. Oh, harsh. And entering at number 11 is the 1999-3 winner. I fucked that up. Yokozuna. Uh, Jason, do you want to... You, you're an old man. Let's talk about Yokozuna. <laughs> Yokozuna. Um, yeah, very large man. Probably best remembered from this rumble for the fact that at the end, I think it's, at the end it's him and Macho Man. And Macho Man manages to have him on the floor and hit him with the elbow. But for some reason goes to pin Yokozuna because Macho Man isn't very sensible. So Yokozuna <laughs> kind of just pushes him up in the end over the top rope and wins the whole thing. That, it's yeah, that almost, it's almost as good as when Hulk Hogan pulls Sid over the top rope in 92. Yeah, uh, it was one of those bizarre, like, Metro, what are you doing? This makes no booking sense. Like, no, this just is weird. Um, oh, yeah, I'm going like to jump over I the mean, top rope. I mean, a proper Yo- Mil Mascaras moment, yeah. yeah. Yoko had some good Rumble moments. I mean, a few years later, there's some great, there's a great moment of him and Vader going at it in a Rumble. Was that 95 or 6? I thought 96 or something. I'm trying to remember what year that would have been. But Yoko, very, very large man. This was when he won. Is this where he won? And then he went on to Mania and beat Bret Hart, I think. Was that, that's this period, right? And then Hulk Hogan comes yeah, back yeah. from afterwards. Yeah. It's that mess. It's the Hulk Hogan's come back and business hasn't turned around. So Hulk Hogan's going away. But big bad Yokozuna, who's from Hawaii and playing a Japanese I, sumo wrestler. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Famously Japanese Yokozuna yeah. from, from the great nation of Japan. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Entering at number 12, it's time to play the game. <laughs> it's Triple H, and I have the next elimination. So I am also going to eliminate two. I don't like my big guys very much. So I'm eliminating Big John Studd and Yokozuna. So that leaves Steve Austin, Edge, Becky Lynch, John Cena, Triple H. Uh, Sam, do you want to go with the 2002-2016 winner? Triple H, Triple H. 
responsibility. Uh, I actually, I don't. Oh no, I do remember the 2016. That was what he came in at like number 30, didn't he? 28. Yeah, that one real Roman Reigns rumble where Roman yeah, Reigns yeah, when the title yeah. was on the oh. line. Yeah, yeah. And then he beat Roman Reigns and became the champion. That he beat Dean Ambrose. He beat. Oh yeah. Dean well, he beat Roman Reigns as well, and yeah. all, all 29 other competitors definitely. Uh, to become uh, ultimately the WWE champion, which is definitely something we all wanted to see in 20 th- 2016. I nearly said 2006, uh, which is wrong. No Do you know why to... I remember that Rumble? That's, what's the good thing about that Rumble? That was AJ Styles' debut. Oh, yeah. It was We're not my talking about AJ Styles. Uh... No one cares. Um, <laughs> we had Jay tri- like that. Triple H 2002, that was also a return from injury out of nowhere that no one thought. So he got that, a pop there before it all fell apart. And everyone that was a good again. rumble as well. He, he's had some great performances. 2006 against Mysterio, over an hour. 2008, where he finished second to John Cena. So he's had some great performances over the years. Let's not forget. Entrant number 13 is Break the Walls Now! He has the most time spent in Royal Rumbles. It is Y2J, Chris Jericho. I am uh, going to go with UJ first and foremost. So I've got to talk about Jericho. Okay, yeah, um, never won it, but put in some great performances. We're talking about the fact he spent a lot of time in there. Even when he's got older, he's put a lot of time into these rumbles. Um, apart from the greatest Royal Rumble, which we're not including here. That was his bizarre experience of being paid lots of money for a few minutes' work. It was um, the best one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and he did well. Just he got paid a lot of money. That's his best payday for work rate ever. But my personal favorite of Jericho is when he was feeding with HBK, and he fake came out for the like it's number number two, but it was actually Christian in disguise, and Jericho just came up behind HBK and threw him over the top rope. That was. I remember when he was supposed to win the uh, 2012 Royal Rumble as well, uh, and then they gave it to uh, Sheamus instead, which is quite uh, the disappointment. Um, do you think Chris Jericho should have won 2012, uh, Chen? Yep, but you know, Sheamus was Triple H's training buddy at the time, so I think that's why they gave it to Sheamus, right? And he had big muscles as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, lovely big muscles. And he did that big thing where he Sheamus. would yell, Are you not entertained? And we'd go, <laughs> No. <laughs> Gladiator. <laughs> yeah, Vincent well, is Gladiator. Sheamus is entering later, but we've got only one second left until entry number 14, and it is the OG Hacksaw. Ho! Jim Duggan and Sam, you get to eliminate at least one from Jericho, Triple H, John Cena, Becky Lynch, Edge, and Steve Austin. Uh, Let's get rid of Steve Austin and Edge. Why not? Austin! just pick them. Well, if he wins, it'll just be, like, obvious... <laughs> he's not wow. coming now. He's not wow, winning from number one. I, I mean, I want to eliminate Austin eventually because um mm, uh, never mind. Uh Jason, you're an old man. Let's go back to that joke again. <laughs> Tim Duggan. I am the most wise and like educated man, that is true. Uh, of the w- group. W- wise. <laughs> Uh, as in old, yes. But Why as old man? Um, so Hatchel Jim Duggan, uh, it's the first Royal Rumble. It's actually 20 competitors because it was still the whole, let's take a battle royal and do something different. Let's have them enter one by one. And it was actually not a pay-per-view. It was a network special. Um, it, it's hard to remember much more than that. I know that he won it, and it was very good for Hacksaw. It was in the days where you just won it and you didn't really get anything for winning it. So good for him. We um, need Mike in the segment as well. Mike would probably like fill in the gap. He he bit to, uh, to tell you everyone about hacks or eliminated on his way to winning. I, I remember <laughs> watching it years ago. Nothing much stands out. It was just one of those. 
let's put some mid carders in here because it's not the real main eventers. Yeah. Anyway, entry number fifteen is uh, the most time in one rumble without winning. It's uh, Bob Backlund. Um, does anyone really want to say anything about Bob Backlund, or do you want to recap uh, who's still in? I'll just say Bob Backlund's crazy Bob Backlund, but yeah, let's have a recap. Yeah, so we have Becky Lynch, uh, the first ever, uh, second ever Women's Royal Rumble winner, two-time winner John Cena, two-time winner Triple H, Chris Jericho who spent the most time in Royal Rumbles and probably should have won 2012, the original winner Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and uh, yeah, Bob Backlund, delay for time. Mm. So when was when did Bob Backlund? Is that total time or just one Rumble in particular where he was? Know, what Rumble was think, that? I I think it's uh one Rumble without, but I'm not entirely sure. There's one Rumble without uh winning, except so the yeah. other guys that have done it since and done it better, like Triple H in 2006, for instance. Yeah, um, I mean Bob Backlund very good considering how old he was at the time when he made his 90s return. Basically, he's there to make the numbers. Someone can eliminate him in the next round. Oh, poor Bob. He's a he's a two time WWE champion. I like I like Bob Backlund. He's a very entertaining guy, but uh, you know, um, he, he is most- probably oh, the worst person in this uh, Royal Rumble. Let, let's not be around the bush. No one knows anything he's done. He, he is literally <laughs> the last man to fill uh, fill this void. Uh, oh, surely, surely the most. <laughs> Entry number 16 is the 1994 winner, Lex Luger. Jason, you get to eliminate at least one between uh, Backlund, Duggan, Jericho, Triple H, John Cena and Becky Lynch. Well, let's get rid of Bob Backlund because he's kind of pointless. So we'll just do that for now. All um, right. So when you say the 1994 winner, like Lex Luger, there's obviously two winners we're going to be talking about. Lex Luger, kind of this was appeared when Vince had tried to do some stuff with Ric Flair and Bret Hart. It hadn't quite worked out. So he went back to, I know, I need a new Hulk Hogan and basically put Lex Luger into that gimmick, including like the full-on American Americana yep. thing with the American flag on his little pants and coming the out. Lex of, like, Express, you know, right? The Lex yeah. Express, yeah. He had the, the bus yeah. and everything. So it was during that time period where they were trying to work out, are we going to go with the Hulk Hogan knockoff or are we going to go with Brett? Lex Luger, to be fair, he was a capable guy. Um, but you know, everyone remembers, mm-hmm. remembers him for being good, but not just lacking the X factor. And in this match, I think everyone remembers basically his, his interaction with Bret Hart and the fact that they were the, it was the first time two people had gone over at the same time to create big controversy. So that's sort of the main Luger stuff in there. Always I can't start. take uh, Lex Luger matches or Lex Luger in the ring seriously because every time he punches someone, he goes, Yeah! Ow! <laughs> <laughs> it's really annoying. And he's got that that foreign object in his elbow as well. Oh, yeah, he really, has a yeah. pin in his elbow or some shit, doesn't he? <laughs> I, I watched the Lex Express documentary and he looks pissed off in so much of it. It's quite funny. Entry number 17. Woo! It's Ric Flair. Uh, he he was the first one to go from one to win, wasn't he? He was number three. Oh, but yeah. It, but it was when they had, I think, proper two-minute time intervals. So it still was 60 minutes that he did, like over 60 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the, if you want to be the man, you've got to beat the man. And yeah. when he was calling himself the uncrowned champion... Yeah, and it was also for the belt. The first Rumble was for a world title. How many Rumbles have been for world titles? Not many. It's normally just for a yeah, title. Yeah, I'm trying shot, to remember the top of my head if it's like two or three, but it's normally for a title. It's not many. But this, 
this was like back when it was for the actual belt and it was before it was before you got an actual title shot for winning the rumble it was actually before that, it was just a rumble and then this was you get the belt if you win and then it became title shots afterwards and we discussed this a year ago we established that flair winning the royal rumble was our favorite royal rumble moment of all time one thing that uh, reminds yes. me of rick flair I know this is later on in his career, but it's that segment. I think it was the Royal Rumble 2004 again, where Eddie steals his number. It wasn't even a Royal Rumble match itself. Oh, oh yeah, it was 2005. Okay, yeah. That, First that one was, to watch. That was, that was a great segment. And Ric Flair always had great stamina. He could go to the distance. Four. I'm surprised Three. he's not done like a post-retirement rumble entrance. Entry number 18. I walk for miles inside this pit of danger. A place where no one follows me. I am Batista. All right. Uh, he, he's not walking alone. It's two-time winner Batista. And Chen, you get to eliminate at least one from Rick Fair, Let's Luger, Jim Duggan, Chris Jericho, Triple H, John Cena, and Becky Lynch. I'm going for Lex. Oh, Lex Luger is gone. Okay, let's talk. But let's talk Batista. He's the first uh, Royal Rumble winner that uh, I had in my uh, fandom. So I have a soft spot for this. But oh dear, neither of his Royal Rumble wins uh, came uh, great. Let's say 2005 botched uh, against John Cena in 2014, um, booed out of the building because it was so predictable. <laughs> yeah, um, the yeah. CM Punk Rumble as well. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the that, that was the, the one. Time, that was right? the that 2014 where people just wanted Punk or Brian to win, and um, yeah, 2005 the crowd was happy, but like for Batista to win, but it was just the botch. Always, everyone remembers, but he won it at the right time in 2005, in my opinion. Oh yeah, like the evolution storyline made total sense. So yeah, he, yeah. he's the right winner. Like both Batista and John Cena would have been the right winner that year. Yeah, um, it was just an absolute botch fest. Um, so yeah, absolute. That that's a shame. Entering at number nineteen, it's Buyaka Buyaka six one nine Rey Mysterio, the two thousand and six winner. Probably the best individual performance in the Royal Rumble, Chen. Yeah, I mean it's hard, obviously we can say he won it because for Eddie Guerrero storyline, but yeah. Ray Mysterio has always been entertaining in Royal Rumble matches. Even when he came back, what, two years ago as a surprise entrant and the crowd went nuts and how much of a great shape he looked in. Yeah, he, he definitely was like in a uh, very good shape uh, uh, when he returned for the Royal Rumble. I think it was uh, 2017. But yeah, yeah. yeah. And the I mean, one he won, he won it from number two, right? Uh, yeah, he won it from. Yeah, he won it from number. Yeah, he won it from number two. I think Triple H was number one that year. Okay. Um, and they yeah. both survived until pretty much near the end. Uh, the only person in between that was Randy Orton. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a fantastic, fantastic one of the best eliminations as well. Like the ending, like Randy Orton's about to dump him over the top rope, and you know Ray does the hurricane. I, I, I mean, I'm sentimental about that victory. You know, being an Eddie fan as well, uh, it was all good uh, at that point. And then um, <clears throat> uh, Eddie burns in hell and went south. That storyline. So, mm. oh yeah, Oof. yeah, three, two, one, and entering at number twenty. Bong. It's the Undertaker, the 2007 Royal Rumble, and Chen. Again, you get to eliminate someone. I'm gonna go 
You're going to hate me for this. Mm-hmm. I'm joking. I'm eliminating Triple H. What? No, not Triple H. Okay. He so doesn't that, need that, the win. That leaves <laughs> yeah. Becky Lynch, John Cena, Chris Jericho, Jim Duggan, Rick Fair, Batista, Rey Mysterio, and The Undertaker. Jim Duggan is still alive, but Chris Jericho <laughs> isn't. Uh, there you go. Uh, sorry, uh, Triple, Triple H. Triple H isn't. Yeah, they, they all blur into one, Triple H, Jericho. Uh, so, yeah, The Undertaker, 2007 winner. Probably the best enter Royal Rumble match in history between him and Shawn Michaels. You hear that, Sam? Uh, Jay, what do you... What do you want to say about The Undertaker and his legacy in Royal Rumble matches? I think, don't worry, this is the one where he won it and then he went on to face Edge at WrestleMania. I think that was No, the, Batista. No? Batista in WrestleMania. Okay, just wondering if yeah. my time period. Right? I don't associate Undertaker too much with the Royal Rumble, to be honest, because so many times over the years he was at a big spectacle match, like a casket match or a title match on the Royal Rumble themselves. Yeah, yeah maybe. Oh, yeah, that's what I was about to say. And then the thing that stands out is that moment with Maven where Maven drop-kicked him and eliminated him, and that was when he was in like, the um, American Badass-style Undertaker, and the look-taker gave and then just fucking battered him. And J- J- <laughs> uh, JR's commentary as well. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> I love that. I love that moment. Uh, entrant number 21 is the two-time winner, back-to-back years in 1990 and 1991. It's um, the, the apparently real American and real racist, Hulk Hogan! Who wants to talk about Hulk? Jay? Yeah, I can talk about Hulk. So this was, again, these are the rumbles before you could win the world title or get a shot at WrestleMania. So they'd actually established, these manias are like, these world rumbles are getting quite popular. Hulk Hogan's our biggest guy. Why don't we have him win both of these? And at the end, Hogan must pose. And he can just pose for ages at the end of the show and everyone will be happy. So they did that. And it involved him, you know, coming out in the sort of latter stages of the actual matches and throwing out bad guys like Mr. Perfect. And afterwards, the crowd would be very happy. The thing that stands out was in 1990 when they used the Raw Rumble to really sort of progress the feud with Ultimate Warrior. It was the first time him and Hulk had actually come face to face and wrestled each other for any anything really. And that was leading to that amazing WrestleMania Six match, but somehow worked really well. But that was like that's what stands out really of his two Rumbles for me. Yeah, I don't. They're not really well talked about. I must say, the Hulk Hogan victories. Um, does anyone? They were definitely getting, they were getting the format down, but they don't stand out. That's why because ninety two yeah. stands out so much because of it. Yeah, these I, are like I, the early. So Rumbles, you're saying aren't they? they put Hogan in the Royal Rumble to make the Royal Rumble more significant? Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah. All right. Right. Three, two, one. And entering at number 22 is Shinsuke Nakamura. And I get to eliminate people for a change. Um, sorry, Sam. Uh, I'm eliminating Hulk Hogan because screw it. He's won a lot in his life. And I'm eliminating Jim Duggan because it's only a 20-man rumble, so it doesn't really count. God damn it, bro. Um, I you didn't Jim do the Duggan, entrant but... for Nakamura. Yeah. Should we just do that for 90 seconds? <laughs> Someone do the shouty rap. Uh, yeah, uh, I... Anyway, Sam, you're a Japanese wrestling fan. Um, yeah. What was it like I for thought... Nakamura to win a Royal Rumble match in 2018? I, I, I honestly thought it came out of nowhere and I didn't really care when it happened. I'll be honest. Uh, it. Uh, the Rumble itself was good, and because of all the kind of new ex New Japan guys were in it, there were some cool moments with like Nakamura and Finn Balor squaring off against. Oh, that oh, was I can't a remember moment. who. Yeah, it was. Um, it was yeah. like it was. Was it Cena and something? It was like it was old v new as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Rey Mysterio was part of that as well. I remember yeah. that was a great that that moment right there was amazing. 
That was yeah. good. But him him winning was just a bit like, oh, okay. All right. It's too bad. No, it didn't really I remember anywhere. everyone was happy that he won because it's yeah. such a match with AJ Styles. Yeah. I, I kind of predicted Nakamura Beginning, of, beginning of the end for Nakamura, really. Oh, yeah, that's true. That was before we knew. Two, yeah. one. He's the best he ever was and the best uh, ever will be or something like that. Uh, it's a 1994 winner, co-winner, Brett the Hitman Hart. Jason. Yeah, I'm, I was looking at this. I couldn't believe I was looking back and thinking, Bret Hart only co-won one Royal Rumble and never won any of them. And he, he never really got established as a Royal Rumble competitor because I guess tag matches and not being that big and then being in title matches from that point onwards. So this was the only real big moment he's got in a Rumble that I can think of. And it's that ending with Luger where he was in the ring for a lot longer. But, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I kind of agree with that. Um, I, I kind of, from 94... Not that I remember, I was only two, but uh, <laughs> like from just watching back, I only remember the stuff from like WrestleMania 10 from that year. Uh, his two matches, that great one with Owen Hart before winning the uh, WWF title uh, in the main event, um, losing to Owen Hart. So, yeah, this is it's interesting. No one really talks about the uh, Hart winning the 94 Rumble, weirdly. Yeah, it's a strange one. I mean, I love Bret Hart, and everyone mm. knows the moment at the end, but you don't remember anything that actually happened in the Rumble apart from the end. That's Any- you don't remember them doing anything. Anyway, I'm going to use this last 10 seconds to recap who's in. So it's Bret Hart, Shinsuke Nakamura, The Undertaker, Batista, Ric Flair, Chris Jericho, John Cena, and Becky Lynch. We have four, three, two, one. As the winner of the only 40-man Royal Rumble, Alberto Del Rio and Sam, you get to eliminate at least one from um, that list above. Can I just say, what happened to Rey Mysterio? Uh, yeah, Rey Mysterio uh, still he's, uh, yeah. he's been eliminated along with John Cena and The Undertaker, who eliminate each other in a kind of old versus what? new moment. The, and oh, I feel like I should get rid of someone else as John well. John Cena and Rey... Oh, my God. Yokozuna, he's out too. He's, Yokozuna's already out. Oh, I can't remember. Well. Again. He came back. He came back, and now he's out. He's been chucked out a second time. He got escorted out of the building. He's got. He's got the Finucky spot. Stoko, Stoko, Yokozuna. I just thought the pool was getting a bit full, so I guess Alberto Del Rio cleaned house. Uh, I don't want it to be him. I hate Alberto Del Rio. Uh, yeah. I, I. This is the only Royal Rumble I didn't watch live from 2005 onwards. Oh, I mean, live within. The 24 hours this is when i really didn't give a shit uh, about wrestling um so yeah i don't really have much to say all i know from this rumble it was morella santino morella finished second and oh that was a good was, spot actually what and, that was yeah, a good and, moment yeah it was a good moment and it was mainly like cm punk in the nexus versus the core i believe yeah, and then well, john, john the cena and hornswoggle cleaned house i remember that wow and this rumble sounds like dog shit and you want to know why CM Punk was popular, Sam? Um, <laughs> entering at number 25, no chance! Duh, 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 duh. No chance in hell! It's Mr. McMahon, Jason. Do you want to talk about uh, the 2000 Royal Rumble and Chen yeah. as well? Yeah, let me cover it. So this was, this was what prevented Stone Cold being the man to win it three years in a row because he had that feud going on with Vince. I believe they started at one and two, then ran off somewhere you know, backstage and 
the was it the corporation beat the shit out of Stone Cold and left him lying in the toilet or whatever. And then they just came back at the end of the Rumble. He like Vince got in the ring and then Stone Cold came after him. And then The Rock came out and distracted Stone Cold. So Vince threw him over. Vince won the Rumble. Everyone celebrated because everyone loves Vince McMahon. That's of how course. I remember it anyway. I, I, even though this was the show that kind of really got cemented my love of wrestling, um, I don't remember this Rumble because for me, the Royal Rumble 2000 was all about uh, the death match. Or, well, it was a street fight between Triple H and Cactus Jack. So I can only remember two cool dancing in the Rumble and that's it from the rest of the, from the, rest of the match. Yeah. Uh, I will, I will, I will say this, though. This, this Royal Rumble match led to one of my favorite steel cage matches of all time. And it was Steve Austin versus Mr. McMahon at St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Great cage match. Oh yeah, uh, that Big Show's that... debut, right? Yeah, yeah, it was okay. so good. It's like, oh my god, it's Paul White, and I was like, uh. <laughs> um, so yeah, entrant number twenty-six. I hear voices in my head. It's not Chen in his mic. It's Randy. He's oily. Oh. <laughs> Uh, it's Randy Orton at number 26. And uh, Sam, you get to eliminate at least one competitor. Oh, uh, can you remind me who's in? Uh, Vince McMahon, Alberto Del Rio, Bret Hart, Shinsuke Nakamura, Batista, Ric Flair, Chris Jericho, and Becky Lynch in reverse order. Okay, I'm going to get rid of uh, Alberto Del Rio uh, and uh, Becky Lynch. There we go. Boo, we're out of women. Yeah, Boo. Someone had to do it. <laughs> I would have um, kept Vince McMahon, Chris Jericho, who's never won, and Nakamura in, and Bret Hart, who's a co-winner. Oh, right, bollocks, I was going to eliminate Nakamura as no, well. Too late, too late. All right, all right, let's talk about Randy now. Orton. First yeah, of all, I... the first thing that comes to mind about Randy Orton in the Royal Rumble was the RKO to Nia Jax. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, okay. oh, this this really? Rumble, uh, this was the first one, the first uh, WWL meetup that I went to. And I just remember everyone being really pissed off at the end, like a whole a whole room full of just kind of irritated people who were like, that shouldn't have been what the finish was. But it was uh, a good story uh, that he had with the what with that he went on to have with Bray. But as for his first one, that was, was the right time for him to win it because he that was the Triple H main event, right? I don't remember. Burr. At number 27, well, it's a two-time runner-up, The Big Show. How will anyone eliminate The Big Show? <laughs> That's he weighs over 700 there. pounds. That's He's his... 10 foot tall. I know. <laughs> uh, I, I, I like The Big Show. He doesn't get enough love. Oh no! Every time he's in, it's the same thing. Like He's the favourite. Yeah. No one's going to get rid of him, and every time he loses. When does that change? What? This year, what this year, is... he's back. Babyface Big Show. Yeah, oh, great. He, he, could, he could turn heel and babyface in the same Royal Rumble if he wanted to. <laughs> yeah, in the same match. <laughs> and then back to being a heel and then back to being a face. Just, just continue. around. I mean, if he did that, I would want him to go to WrestleMania just on that alone. Just the character shifts would be more than a Russo I mean, I WCW think it's a, title ring. He main evented WrestleMania, right? John Cena uh, and Edge. Uh no, that was uh Triple He's H. Main, he main evented he, he main evented WrestleMania two thousand in yeah. the four way. Yeah, yeah he did. But so we're talking that, Rumble. I mean, yeah, he was he was runner up that year, even though he technically 
co-won it with The Rock uh, in 2000, which uh, that was Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Uh, the first scene of Batista moment. And really. I remember 2001 when he chokeslammed The Rock through a table. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that 2001 Rumble's a good Rumble. Yeah. Good Rumble's in the Attitude Era, i got to say. Entering at number 28, Big Dog, My Yard, Big Dog, Woof, Woof, it's the the 2015 winner, Roman Reigns and Jason. You get to eliminate one from the big show, Randy Orton, Mr. McMahon, Bret Hart, Shinsuke Nakamura, Batista, Ric Flair and Chris Jericho. Eliminate gonna, at least one, please. I'm going to take care of Randy Orton. He's gone and as is Nakamura. Oh, poor Randy. Randy. Two of you the most blandest Royal Rumble wins are gone. Uh, Randy one? Orton with a punt in 2009 was not bland, but I couldn't yeah. defend him. What are you talking about? All right. Yeah. He yeah. sucks. Yeah, we're still okay. keeping Chris Jericho in, not a winner. And we're keeping Big Show in because not a winner. Uh, Roman Reigns, 2015. Is he the worst Royal Rumble winner of all time? Yeah, was this the one where he had a little sleep in the middle of it and then came back? No, that was end? 2016. But no, oh, this okay. is the one where even The Rock got booed out of Philadelphia. Yeah, Rock came and interfered. He helped. Uh, Roman eliminated the Big Show. That's the one, right? The Rock came... Yeah, yeah, The Rock came down, helped eliminate Big Show and Kane because I think they were working with the authority at the time. Yeah, it was funny because... Then Rusev popped out under the ring, yeah, everyone yeah, yeah, cheered, yeah. and then The Rock came out to save ass. And But oh, you know what was boy. funny? The previous Royal Rumble, a lot of people, everyone was cheering for Roman, but then that Rumble, that's when the rumours started about his push. Yeah. He, no, I think that was more to do with Batista and the CM Punk thing. Anyway, mm-hmm. enter at number 29 is... The Irishman Seamus. I couldn't think of his theme song there. So. I don't even know. It was just like, uh, yeah, like Irish music, wasn't it? Or not Irish music, like Irish folk music. Just Irish music in general. It's you too. Everything sounds Becky like Lynch's you too. old theme. Uh, uh, I don't she had know. An old theme? Uh, oh yeah. my god, yeah. She had the Irish dancing gimmick in NXT. Oh, See, something I do know god. about NXT. Yeah, she had that. She, she basically had that dancing game with Hornswoggle. This is how great the 2012 uh, Royal Rumble was. Everyone thought Jericho was going to win. Sheamus won. Led to the 18 seconds. No one liked Sheamus. Am I right, guys? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> cool. Yeah. His match was, <laughs> on the, was his match the opening match? Uh, at WrestleMania 28, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah but I think we, it's fair we, to say Sheamus did his best work when he was not a singles competitor. Yeah. Oh, I, mean, I disagree. I, I've enjoyed Seamus, like you said, in, in his run with the bar, last couple of years, he's been great, but during Babyface era Seamus, he was just, I couldn't stand him, it was so annoying. In fairness, it did lead to a great 2 out of 3 falls match with Daniel Bryan, and uh, when he dropped the title to the big show at Hell in a Cell, I think it was, um, that was actually a pretty good match, all things considered, like no one expected anything from that match, and uh, led to Big Show Mark Henry rivalry, which was surprisingly good for two uh, big men. Uh, so yeah, uh, don't hate Sheamus that much. And burn it down! It's entry number thirty. Is Seth Rollins, and who gets to eliminate people next? It is Jason again. So Jason, pick one of Sheamus, Roman Reigns, Big Show. Vincent Man, Brett Hart, Batista, Ric Flair, Chris Jericho. And you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to change the rules. You can eliminate Seth Rollins just because I'm <laughs> envious that he dates Becky Lynch. <laughs> it should have no. been me. Uh, I'm going to make him the shortest entry in, entrant in our Rumble, let's, Jason. Let's, you know get down, let's get down to what matters here. We're getting down to brass tacks. Goodbye, Big Show. Goodbye, Seamus. Goodbye, Y2J. Let's get this down to what matters. 
Cool. So Big Show, Chris Jericho, what was the other one? She- and YT- Y2J, Big Show, and Seamus. Cool. Which, if I'm correct, leaves us with Flair, Batista, Bret Hart, Roman Reigns, Vince, and Seth. Yep, they are the uh, final six, <laughs> the wow. Elimination Chamber. So, yeah, Seth Rollins. Um, uh, Born Rumble last year, right? Yeah. I, I can't remember it, so yeah, it must have been. Yeah, I, he did well. I think he got eliminated, like not eliminated, eliminated, but I think he was like rolled out the ring for a while, as with Braun Strowman, and then they became the final two or something. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, no, that was, rings I, a bell. It's, uh, the women's one, someone that stood out because of Becky, right? And we don't remember the men's one, and that was yeah. the most recent Rumble, and that says a lot. <laughs> to, to be fair, I liked the men's Rumble last year a lot, and uh. Yeah, just ignore ignore that. We'll just keep going for another minute and a half, and then uh, someone else gets to eliminate people. Um, so yeah, I remember last year's like the first half of the men's rumble was good, and the last half of the women's rumble was good. So you had combined one good rumble, but <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, like it was a poor end to that men's rumble, in my opinion. They should have finished with Becky winning uh, uh, the main event. Should have been the women's rumble. Oh, I thought you meant she should have entered and won the men's rumble as well. Oh, oh yeah, cool. no, I I would love that. But no, but that yeah, Nia, yeah, Nia Jax, Jax, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which is Everyone epic. remembers that Nia Jax yeah. in the rumble. <laughs> wow, so cynical of uh, you, Sam. So uh, let's talk about the remaining six competitors. Let's go back to uh, Ric Flair, the longest one in this competition at number seventeen. Uh, why do you think he should win, Jay? Well, as we discussed last year, it was we voted a one-hour Royal Rumble greatest moment. Just the the overall performance during mm. that Rumble. I mean, this one in particular. I know he's he's he had one other Royal Rumble appearance, which we won't talk about. It's largely forgettable, very short. But I just look at this, and it's the ultimate starting of. He's the first man to go like sixty minutes or so in a Rumble, which is like the thing that then everyone then tries to beat and refers back to. He eliminated so many people during the Rumble. He had these amazing moments with Roddy Roddy Piper, Hulk Hogan, like. Um, Shawn Michaels, big boss man. There's some great moments in that showing you how you build a story around a rumble. Okay, I get to eliminate someone. I'm going to eliminate Seth Rollins because uh, boring rumble, really. Not yeah. because it's Seth Rollins. I do actually like Seth. Uh, I know it's not cool, and he's not cool, but you know. Um, but yeah, I think he's the weakest of the five remaining. I like at least uh, the other five have some sort of memorable victory uh chen um you and i we're both ruthless aggression era guys um in some respects why why, why batista i mean batista was that guy i mean i thought it was a blessing for wwe when they had two superstars coming up at the same time and main eventing at the same time which was batista and john cena yeah and Royal Rumble performance, yeah, it's a shame about his 2014 whatsoever. But let's remember, everyone was excited that Batista was coming back at that period. Yeah, I think uh, everyone was excited. I think they just built it up wrong. Like, if they kept it as a surprise instead of just, oh, yeah, Batista's coming, Batista's coming, Batista's coming, then I think it would have been um, very, very different. I think we could have had a different story at WrestleMania 30. For the worse, I hasten to argue. But yeah, I, th- I think it all turned out well in the end. Like Batista tapped out to Brian at the main event. Yeah, of Mania. and I think, Batista you know, as thing. well. 
Yeah, oh, Blue Tista. It's the <laughs> best Batista. Anyway, we've got a minute and a half until at least one more elimination. Uh, let's talk about uh, Brett the Hitman Hart. Uh, Sam, uh, do you have anything to say about the 94 winner? I don't recall you I, saying too much about it. No, uh, I, I mean... Bret Hart is definitely a class choice for his performances, not just in the 94 Rumble, but in every Rumble that he's been in. He's one of those guys mm. that just in any match, the quality is improved because he's there. Um, yeah. Not, yeah, because he's helping other. He's always like helping other people plan out good stuff. Basically, he's a very good wrestling mind, Bret Hart. Isn't he like uh, the first, almost the first Iron Man, if I'm correct, uh, back in the original 1988 Rumble? He was one. He was one that stood out. If I'm, if I'm correct. Yeah, I think he's done like Iron Man esque positions in a few rumbles, but yeah, I can't remember specifically which ones to be. He was also a guy that you could you could put in there, and he would be able to like make stuff happen throughout the rumble. Even though he was never like having standout moments and winning it, he's someone who's like. But even when he's like the tag team stage, or when he was just get starting his you know young babyface run on his own, you put him in there, the crowd always loved him, so they were going to be interested in what he was doing throughout the rumble, even if nothing huge came out of those moments. I guess that's always kind of been a blessing and a curse for Bret Hart is that he's really good at making his opponent look really good, which is, yeah. you know, it's not always a great position to be in if you want to be a main eventer. Yeah. Anyway, Sam, we're going to keep it with you because you get to eliminate at least one from Flair, Batista, Hart, McMahon and Reigns. Uh, I think I will get rid of uh, Mr. McMahon and his newer, not really long time foe, uh, Roman Reigns as well. Uh, Roman Reigns' hand is tired and he needs to go and put it on its special little bed and give it a rest. <laughs> and also, I don't think Mr. McMahon really, even though it was a great moment him winning, he probably shouldn't win this uh, competition of good Royal, Royal Rumble can people. You, can you imagine if we'd come down to like Vince McMahon and Chris Benoit? Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, Vince would win. That's the best part. I was yeah. hoping he, I was hoping he would stay into the last two just for like storyline purposes. I, I wanted Mr. McMahon, Ric Flair, and then I could reminisce about the rivalry that they had on the video game SmackDown Shut Your Mouth. Um, they had an actual rival they actually had a match at the Royal Rumble, Ric Flair Vince McMahon. Yeah, I know. It was it was it was alright. I've seen it. Like I used to my, my first ever like documentary <clears throat> quote unquote DVD um, was uh, the McMahon DVD, which is highly entertaining. Oh when yeah, you had no, especially when you were like me, who had no idea about the Attitude Era. I just went, "Holy shit, this is amazing!" No wonder it's shit these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My friend found that in CEX. I watched it a couple of months ago. It's it's legitimately worth watching if you can find it. Yeah, it's just like they casually talk about incest as a potential storyline. Yeah, definitely about like yeah. Storyline, uh, father could have impregnated me, but I yeah. think uh, Shane was against it. And like, good old Shane, the the one that was rational. <laughs> she plays it like it's for laughs, doesn't she? Like, ha 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 ha. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> that's my dad. He wants to dad. sleep with me. Allegedly, yeah. allegedly. Perfectly um, normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God bless Vince McMahon. Uh, so we're down to final three. We've got a minute left. Um <laughs> Uh, Rick Flair, Batista, Bret Hart. One will be eliminated by a person at random. Uh, I know that person already. It's exciting. Um, so, yeah, I, if I'm going to be honest, I think the weakest of these three is Bret Hart. Like, Rick Flair's 92 uh, victory is memorable. Batista's a two time winner. Bret Hart's a co winner. So, I implore. Yes, to but that person, over talent, Batista comes last. Yeah, come on. Batista botched the ending of one of his rumbles. 
Yeah, but Bret Hart didn't win his Rumble. Yeah, but it so doesn't we're, matter. We're, we're talking I've about the, the, we're talking about the greats, but Batista, at least Batista provided you with memorable moments. Sometimes the best person doesn't the, win. Look, look, I, I, I got to say, like... Did you know, Kane ever win one? No, he didn't, but he's had one of the best performances. Yeah... I mean, yeah, Kane had one of the best performances, but, you know, one of you bozos choose to eliminate him early. Like, I would have kept him in here for a long time. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, Chen. All right. And Sam, you get to decide who goes to the final two. Oh, so do I want, like, an old school showdown or, like, ruthless aggression versus, I guess, the Hulkamania era? Uh, it's, I mean, it's two members of Evolution or Hart versus Flair. Which is basically Charlotte versus Natalia's uh, grandparents or whatever. Mm. I know it's Natalia's uncle, but I don't care. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, we've we've already oh, discussed. I I think it's got to be Batista. He he's got to go. Uh, Boo! Boo! I don't it, like wrestling. I don't like CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> Come on I'm, now, I've cha- I'm changing my tune on CM Punk. Batista's uh, he's not bad at wrestling or anything. I just thought out of Batista, Ric Flair, and Bret Hart, would you really say Batista's given more to the Royal Rumble? Batista's given more. Batista's given more to the entertainment industry as a whole. Yeah, Batista's a Hollywood superstar. You know, I didn't want to touch what this Royal Rumble was about. Yeah, Yeah. you do (laughs) realize I just you do realize I have forgotten someone off this list. Yeah, was it The, the rock? rock? Because he just popped into my head, yeah. I was like, where's The Rock at? Oh, well. <laughs> did uh, he ever win? Yeah, he did. 2000 co-winner with... Uh, no. Wait. No, he's never won. Oh, he's never won. Wait, hold on. No, he's definitely Who won. Who won in 2001? Uh, that was Steve. Stone Cold. No, 99 was Vince. 2000 was The Rock. Oh, God damn it. Ah, I botched the entire Royal Rumble, haven't I? <laughs> Surprise entry. Entry number 31 is a rock. Entry number 31 is a rock. That's just to enter him into the Royal Rumble, right? Well, I, I like this Why idea because can, can we just eliminate some people if the rock comes down then? So it's rock yeah, yeah, yeah. One. Right, right, right. We've got Rick Fair, Bret Hart, the rock. Let's discuss for one minute and then we'll eliminate someone else. Um, Batista's because... gone then. Yeah. Batista's already gone. Yeah, cool. And who else is going? I We've Rick got another minute to discuss this. The rock's just entered at number 31, Jay. He should be eliminating someone quickly. This is a surprise entrant. He should be on fire just for Okay, who, who do you want to see eliminated out of Rick for Bret Hart? Let's go around the room. Uh, Jason. Bret Hart. Uh, Chen. Chen? Just silence from Chen. Rick Flair. Oh, you eliminate Rick Flair. You know what? Uh, Sam, who, who are you going to eliminate? I've got to go with Bret Hart. Rick Flair has had the best... It's probably the best Rumble, man. The 92 Rumble. And... Um... Yeah, I can't do it. I really wanted to troll Listen, Jason. I want Bret Hart Flair. because I want to see sharpshooter versus sharpshooter. <laughs> oh my god, that's oh, so good! A shit show of a sharpshooter, but the rock. I just does. remember Bret Hart mm. criticizing the rock about it's his All right, all right. So let's have like uh, two minutes discussing Ric Flair versus a rock. Surprise, bottom two, uh, final two. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like the bottom two. After I, I'm so sorry, ladies and gentlemen at home. Uh, how could I forget? Just play, Dwayne no, you, meant, you, meant, you meant to do it, bro. I like the way you put it. Very <coughs> oh close. yeah, yeah, yeah. It it was totally legit, Jason. Okay, so entrant number seventeen, Ric Flair, versus entry number thirty-one, The Rock. The Rock. <laughs> I feel like if this was in a real rumble, the first like two minutes of them being in the ring together would just be them like looking at each other and the crowd going bananas. And The Rock. Yeah, oh my god, yeah, yeah. that would be yeah. like 
both in their prime, absolute dream match. Um, to be honest, right now it would be an absolute dream match. I would love to see Ric Flair come out retire. No, <laughs> <laughs> do another another retirement match for the WWE yeah. to make yeah. up for that one on Impact. No, but you know, when I remember WrestleMania twenty, Mick Foley and The Rock versus Evolution, that was a good match. I think that's the only time I've seen Rock and Ric oh, Flair wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah they did at WrestleMania. There's a Rock and Sock connection. Yeah, Evolution. Yeah, that was a good match. Definitely worth a watch, Sam. Um, <laughs> Look, <laughs> uh, I remember the Rock good. and Sock connection. They're the tag team that then gave rise to always calling a tag team of two people that you know aren't going to stick together the something and something connection. And. And uh, what's your it, point? It it really annoys me. It's like WWE. So it's like right. Johnny Gargano and DIY. They were just two random people put together. They made a great tag team. It worked. The boss it. and hug connection. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's rough. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's pause the clock. Uh, who wants to go around and vote? Who's ready to vote on this? Ric Flair or The Rock as the greatest Royal Rumble participant of all time? <sighs> I mean, I mean, I'll I'll go first. All I, right. I, I'd like to put my vote in right now for the for for the Ric Flair. I nearly said the Rock Flair then, which would have been very confusing. I I mean Ric Flair. That's who I meant to say. Uh, okay. I feel like the Rock has undeniably had great performances in, in Royal Rumbles, but there's not really like a any particularly standout moments from him, really. Yep. Uh, whereas yeah. Ric Flair in 92, like, it's an incredible performance. There's never been anything else like it. It was the first Rumble to have, like, a theme or a story. Mm, I think there's been things since that have surpassed that. But uh, you know what? I'm going to be controversial. I'm going to actually agree with you, Sam. And I'm going to say Ric Flair's the deserved winner. So, Chen, are you going well, to try and save The Rock? Or are you going to agree with the 92 Royal Rumble? Well, only judging on Royal Rumble performance... Right. Yes. We've been so doing then, the whole night. Yes. So <laughs> then it has to be Ric Flair. Ric Flair and Jason. Are you going to make it unanimous? Yeah, I want. I want to get the rocks and love just for his involvement in you know getting Vince McMahon his big win. That we get that happened. We have to sort of oh, give yeah. that some, give that some oh, love. Yeah. And also the fact that he did you know, his his win did have the classic Big Show is going to finally win and throw the rock out and he's going to like you because he can't eliminate the Big Show but then the Rock won. So we give him those moments, but of course I'm going with Ric Flair. So Ric Flair, back-to-back winner in our Royal Rumbles. Uh, round of applause for, uh, you know, uh, a good segment, guys. A very good segment, so well done. Uh, yeah, um, definitely meant 31 people instead of 30. Definitely meant to include Bob Backlund. Um, I will say this, though. Who, who eliminated Steve Austin early again? It was me, and I oh, regret. I I regret oh, it, and I'm sorry, everyone. Sometimes when you watch the rumble, things happen that you just don't expect, and that was one of those things. I was caught off guard. I I didn't realize I had to name people. I couldn't remember the full list of people, but I could remember. You, Steve you had. So. <laughs> you had so many people. You chose to keep. <laughs> I think you chose to keep at that point Yokozuna and Big John Studd over. Jesus, no, Big John Studd. No, no, no. quick. Oh, yeah, no, sorry. I eliminated Big John Studd, yeah. Uh, hmm. I can't remember, but you had all these... You chose to keep Edge over Steve Austin, I did. I, I did uh, make some bad decisions, yes. I, I mean, I, I like the Edge. That. Thank God you're Steve, not a booker. Yeah. 
Heath Slade would be world champion on the side. That'd be great. Mate, it would be like the Russo era. You never know what to expect. Who's pregnant with whose baby? Who's going to uh... give birth to whose hand? You know, it's exciting. Wait, Mate, wait. You'll, you'll Liv, Liv like Morgan Dixie has given Carter birth to Mark Vince Henry's Russo. birth. <laughs> I would love that. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, anyway, thank you, dear listener, for uh, joining us on our special uh royal rumble episode uh you can join us as well next monday uh if you go to watch london you can find all the details about our meetup at belushi's london bridge where you can watch the royal rumble uh monday after work at 6 30 p.m so belushi's london bridge join us uh meet jason he's obviously plugging his new book women love wrestling that you can buy on amazon kindle right now or uh get the proper copy uh if you're old-fashioned like me uh also available on Amazon. So next week, we'll be doing a review of the uh, first Royal Rumble show of the 2020s. God, don't you feel old? Uh, also, we'll also be talking about things that we've seen recently in the world of wrestling. So just like mini reviews of stuff like NXT UK TakeOver uh, to what's happening in AEW to even like New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom. So, you know, we'll, we'll talk more about recent wrestling. Um in next week's episode but until next time remember to like us on facebook follow us on twitter and instagram give us a five-star review where possible and if you enjoyed the show do not forget to subscribe and that's the bottom line because this pod said so